that, baby! But here, I've met a lot of people, and I've played some, too. And there's one thing I know. People like to talk. <laughs> it's the Spudcast. That's where you at. Hey, where you at, baby? How y'all making this evening? Thanks for joining me here on the Spudcast podcast. Well, I'm talking out my ass with Austin Battle, who is the clerk of court who deals with the evictions and such. And now that the moratorium was dropped and then it was reinstated for 60 days. And so anyway, we'll see. So we're talking about what you should do if you are a landlord and what you should do if you're a tenant who hadn't paid their rent here on the Spudcast right after this. Hey, guess what? The pandemic's finally winding down. Looks like you might get to go on a little vacay, but where are you going to go? I got an idea. Go fishing. Get yourself a licensed and insured fishing guide at lasaltwater.com. They got a guide for everything and every place. Inshore fishing, offshore fishing, fly fishing, kayak fishing, bow fishing, you name it fishing. At lasaltwater.com, there's pictures and videos of all the happy fishermen and women and kids. And don't be the one that got away. Go to lasaltwater.com and book your charter today. It's summertime, summertime, some, some, summertime, and that means hurricanes and heat. So how are you going to handle it this year? How about with a brand new whole house generator and an upgraded AC system from Serentine Refrigeration? My power went out during Hurricane Zeta for 10 whole seconds. Then my Serentine service generator kicked in. We were even able to run extension cords to the neighbor. And Serentine will keep your AC running smooth and cool even in the dead of August. Call Serentine today, 504-833-8831. 833-8831, tell them Spud sent you. Do you know what it means to miss New Orleans? The next time you have to travel, take along a couple of pounds of Parish coffee, and you won't be missing New Orleans for long. Brewed right here in the land of coffee lovers, Parish coffee has the taste you're looking for. From dark roast to coffee and chicory to flavored coffees like Bananas Foster or Bourbon Pecan, French Vanilla or King Cake or you name it, Parish coffee has a flavor just right for you. Look for the bright purple bag in the coffee aisle of your favorite market. Or order it online. Have it sent right to your door. What a perfect gift for any coffee aficionado. Sip the soul of New Orleans in every cup of Parish Coffee. Okay, so we're talking to Austin Battle, who is the <clears throat> clerk of court um, for the East Bank of Orleans Parish. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. First City Court. Uh-huh. So we handle all of the uh, evictions over on uh, in Orleans Parish on the East Bank. Mm-hmm. What a gig you got! <laughs> you know, I mean, look, I've been, I've been, I've been interviewing you. We first met. Oh God, I mean, I think you were in the legislature. I mean, you've been all over the place, man. But you've had a very, I think, a, a pretty good career in public service. And and quite frankly, I think, I think. Because I ain't never really heard nothing bad about you, so your service has been doing uh, has been pretty good. So, thanks. No, nobody could say anything bad about me. I promised my dad I would keep his name intact and honorable, and I fulfilled that mission. Hilarious. And so my my career in public service has spanned since wow tw- since two thousand and four, since I was elected to the legislature. And I hope to continue doing it as clerk of criminal district court as well. That's right. Yeah, you're going to run for that seat because uh, Mr. Morell has decided to go, you know what, I think me and the missus are going to go and kind of kick back a little bit, hand everything off to JP and let him get let him be the banner bearer. Um, so we're uh, one of these days we're going to talk about that too. But in the meantime, we got to talk about these uh, evictions. Um, okay, so they got this uh, 
everybody, because of the pandemic, uh, the CDC has now said, first off, we talked we talked previously about this and uh, they had just they had just expired. And right after we finished talking, they extended the moratorium for another 60 days. So let's go back and just touch base on what was going to happen when it when it expired. You have to deal with the landlords who are all complaining because they've got to they still got to pay taxes. They still got to pay upkeep on the buildings. They got to do all kinds of such. While while yeah, and all that stuff is they're being told that you know technically you still have to pay your rent, but since they got the moratorium on evictions. There's nothing these guys can do, so people are like not paying their rent, and they're getting caught by the short ones. Correct, right? Yeah, there's no, there's like no moratorium police or anything like that. So, you know, you are 100% correct. So we've had a couple of dry runs in the past, myself and my wonderful staff. So we're we're ready for this, but we handle the evictions in Orleans Parish, and what happens is people have to come to us and file an eviction if they want to decide if they decide that they want to uh, evict the current tenant. Now, I, I want to make sure that people understand evictions never stop. You could always get an eviction mm-hmm. because somebody was doing some criminal behavior or something nefarious, breaking your property or something. The moratorium, which was instituted by the federal government, specifically the Center for Disease Control, only covered non-payment of rent because you couldn't put people out because they were not paying their rent. Now, the moratorium never said nobody is uh, not responsible for that rent. So if you weren't paying it, the numbers was just going up and up and up and up. Now, what that does is people were frantic. You had families who were frantic because let's say they had let's say they had a rental agreement where they had to pay $1,000 a month, but they hadn't paid it in 14 months. Well, now they're on the hook for a $14,000 bill. Now, these folks know that they were never probably going to pay that off in their life. So the moratorium has been extended now. Uh, President Biden extended it to October the 3rd, which gave another two more months. And, you know, when the moratorium was first implemented, it was implemented because the numbers proved that when people were evicted and had to become homeless, or cohabitate with others, then the, the the virus numbers would go up. So it didn't really make any sense to let it expire now because we have spiraling COVID numbers again. So fortunately, they extended it for two more months, but what I would like to see is for a, uh, a streamlined process where the, the, the landlords could receive their money and get their money back in a quicker way. So hopefully they, they're able to do that and let it trickle down through the state to the landlords. But one thing it would do is if you gave the money directly to the landlords, then it would alleviate the debt on families. So they wouldn't have to pay, for example, at $14,000. Plus, you wouldn't evict them for another couple of months. That would be the agreement, which I think is the right thing to do. Well, I'm all in favor of, you know, the guy, the, the landlords getting their money. I mean, landlords have a bad rep, but the bottom line is, you know, it's a business. They still had to pay taxes. They still had to pay insurance. They had to do upkeep. I mean, I, I read an article um, this morning about a guy who, okay, he couldn't evict anybody because of the, mor- because of the moratorium, 
but he had people who were buying boats and such because they didn't they they you couldn't force them out for non-payment and so they're right. spending their money on all kinds of such and it's here's this one landlord going i got somebody in here who hadn't paid their rent in 14 months and uh, their right. ac crapped out and i have to go spend forty five hundred five thousand dollars to replace their air conditioning but i ain't never gonna see a penny of rent you know when the moratorium they're gonna just they're gonna walk so and then to top all of that off, when you get right down to it, you and I are going to pay this rent. If they get any rent money, you know, from the federal government, well, where's the federal government get their money? Right out of my pocket. So Absolutely. when are they, right. I mean, if that were the case, if they were going to do a moratorium and not enforce landlords to not evict people, well, what did they give them? They didn't give them any money. Did they alleviate their, uh, I mean, are they, how about you don't have to pay any federal taxes on anything? For until this is all over with, you know, how how right. what did the feds do for the landlords? Well, you know, it, when we first went into this, the landlords were getting screwed because the premise was it was like, well, the landlords have a lot of money; they could weather the storm, and you know, it's not going to be that big of a deal on them. But we all know that's not true. So a lot of landlords in like the greater metropolitan area, on mom and pops, they lost their jobs. They had you know a reduction in hours. They were counting on this money to uh, offset any revenue that they might have lost, and it is a business. Mm -hmm. And so landlords don't want to put people out because they don't want to have empty units. But I've heard all of the horror stories, man. Believe me, I hear it day and night. I hear landlords who tell me they've seen their tenants at the casino or they have come by their unit and a tenant has purchased a new car, a new boat, jet skis, jewelry, big screen TVs, pets, you name it, I've heard every story. And so, you know, I understand I understand how the landlord feels. They're really despondent over it, and they got the short end of the stick. Is there any way to remedy any of this? I think the best way to remedy it is to make sure that you have a streamlined process where the money that's coming from the federal government goes directly through the state and into the hands of the landlords. You don't want to give it to the tenant. Give it directly to the landlord and make sure that the landlord understands this money is for to make you whole for your back rent, also give you the money for your future rent. And so you can't you you, you can't say, well okay, now I got my fourteen thousand dollars, just using that figure yeah. roughly. And, and and then I'm also going to collect or try to collect 14000 from my tenant. No, that's not right. Well, they can't do so, that. Yeah, they, they shouldn't be well, able I mean, to do that. Well, I mean, let me put it like this. They can do it, and but it, it's, it's a flip of the coin maybe to see whether or not they're going to get away with it. You're going to have some people that's going to try to do it. You, well, you got people. How many people got road home money and, and went to the casino? Or took their Absolutely. money. It was supposed to fix a house up and disappeared, and then and then left some rotten thing out in the middle of no place. You know. Exactly right. So you, you're gonna have some people who are gonna try to beat the system, but you know the majority of the tenants and the majority of the landlords. I, I like to think they're trying to do the right thing, and you know people are suffering right now, and jobs or jobs or uh, have had a reduction, and jobs have. Some jobs have decided to close. I mean, look at the restaurant industry who has been suffering. Um, well, you know, you know. The, uh, what's that? Uh, that uh, uh, Mark Romick's group over there, the tourism industry, New Orleans Incorporated, they just had their second or third big um, job fair, you know, and the latest numbers came out and unemployment is like 5.6 or something like that. So it's a lot better than they thought it was. 
right. was going to mm-hmm. be. So, I mean, yeah, there's there's people. And it, you're finding that in the states that uh, that they've cut out that extra unemployment plug, you know? That's very true. But let me tell you the key thing about this is what I tell tenants all the time is don't just blow this off because this will affect your credit report. So if you get a notice from a constable, for example, that you are required to come into court, show up in court, make sure you have your day before the judge. You know, you could fight the eviction or you could acquiesce and decide to move out, but don't just blow it off. Because if you try to go and buy a property or if you try to go and buy a vehicle, or in a lot of cases, if you try to go and get another unit, then it's going to show up on your credit report and it's going to affect it negatively. So don't just blow it off. So if somebody, if somebody goes through this thing and, and they've, I mean, if they try to rent another apartment, they only got to do is look at the record and go, this guy's a deadbeat, and that's perfect grounds for not renting them an apartment. And they can argue across the board whatever they want to. It's going like, no, here it is in, in, in written in black and white on this piece of paper. You don't pay your bills, so you don't get an apartment. And a lot of the apartment complexes are owned by the same organization, so they're on the same system. So you think you might be going to just another one down the road, but it might be owned by the one that you just got evicted from. So, you know, you, you don't want to just blow it off. It'll, it'll directly and negatively impact your credit report. And for the landlords, you know, I tell the landlords all the time, look, this money that's out there, it's not just going to fall into your lap. You got to go and either apply through the city or through the state and actively try to get it back. I know one guy, he got him a check for over $10,000. But he actively went and applied for it, and he was able to get all of his back rent and I think one or two uh, future future, uh, future months in rent. This is so complicated. I'm glad I'm a homeowner, man. <laughs> all right, we're going to step away for a second. I'm talking with Austin Battle. He's a clerk of court. And uh, if you're going to, uh, if you're a homeowner or uh, or you're trying to evict somebody, if you're a property owner. And you're trying to evict somebody. He's the man you got to talk to. So if you're going to tell him a story, make sure it's good and original because uh, he's getting pretty tired of hearing the same old story. Spudcast, talking to my ass, back right after this. Well, it finally looks like we're going to be spared the COVID lockdown this summer. Of course, there's other medical needs besides a big cootie, sprains, breaks, stitches, pink eye, bug bites, sunburn. Some of these can be diagnosed and treated over the phone with telemed. But whatever your malady, Rapid Urgent Care is open 365, even on holidays, ready to treat you quickly and professionally. Whether you're on the North Shore or the South Shore, summertime bobos don't stand a chance at Rapid Urgent Care. Just go to rapidurgentcare.com for the address and number of the clinic nearest you. That doesn't sound too good. You better start filling sandbags. Oh, wait, you don't have to do that anymore because you have the Home Team Advantage. You called Home Team Elevation at 504-301-1222 and you got your home lifted above the flood. No more worries for you. What about your mama's house or your uncles or your brothers? Home Team is ready to lift their spirits even higher than your home. Get the Home Team Advantage by calling 504-301-1222 or go to hometeamelevation.com. Getting older and feeling your age? Low energy, no motivation, putting on the pounds? Maybe age isn't the culprit. Maybe the sad truth is you have low testosterone. Well, don't sit around and mope. Go to the Mope Clinic at the Men's Optimal Performance Enhancement Clinic. Chris Rue will do more than just fling a blue pill at you. With proper testing, diagnosis, and testosterone replacement therapy, you'll be on your way to becoming your old self again, or better yet, your new self again. 
go to mopeclinic.com, M-O-P-E-clinic.com, or call 504-322-3888 to start your journey to a better, stronger, healthier you. And we're back talking to Austin Battle. He is the clerk of uh, clerk of court. And if you got an eviction or if you're a landlord, or and, and the people who, uh, tenants can come and talk to you too, can't they? Do, or do they? Oh, yeah. Yeah. If they're My fighting eviction? Kind of been blowing up with tenants calling as well because, you know, the tenants, they, they were like really frantic when this moratorium expired because what happened was, you know, it would expire and now they're on the hook for all of that back rent. And then the other thing is we are on the eve of school opening. Yeah. So they were like, well, okay, where am I going to live? Where am I going to put my head at night? Where are my kids going to go to school? You know, or do I have to move and go to another? I mean, they're very frantic about a lot of things. So, you know, you can have your day in court before the judge. And we have four outstanding judges who have to make a tough decision. Me and my staff, we only handle the administrative portion of it. The four judges that we have, they got to decide who gets to stay and who gets to, you know, gets to leave. Now, the other thing is when you get a judgment against you for an eviction, you could be evicted in as little as 24 hours. You've had that before. And this, and this, so, uh, going back to what you said before, if you get a notice to show up in court, show up in court, because if you don't, then you lose by default and they'll be knocking on your door in the morning and you can put your stuff out on the street. Absolutely. Absolutely. So when you show up in court, you know, you can ask for an extension, uh, you could fight it. You could tell them why you can't do it. But one of the main and key ingredients that is very important is all tenants need to file what is called a declaration. And I have that declaration in my office. It's a page that, you know, all tenants need to sign. And what it does is it gives them cover. We've had this all along where the tenant had to file a declaration. But we're really pushing this right now because it gives the tenant cover. If they don't have that declaration, it's kind of like one or two strikes against you when you go before the judge. So, you know, just sign it and un- make sure that you are attesting to everything that's true on that declaration. And it basically says that you are doing your very best to find work or you have lost your job or that you, uh, if you are evicted, you are going to become homeless or you're going to have to live with other people. That's pretty much it in a nutshell. But that is a declaration that is required under the moratorium. And, uh, you know, we're, mm-hmm. we're really pushing it on our website. Well, I'm thinking, yeah, um, first off, I mean, can they download it and, and print it? Or do they have to show up at your office and get a piece of paper and sign it? No, they could they could print it off the uh, off the website and then just email and, it and then email it to you or mail it to and, you. And it, yeah, they bring it to court, or they could uh, fax it, or they could uh, email it to us. And what we will do is we will add that into the file. So okay. currently, right now, I have hundreds of files in my office, and these are files that have built up over the last year of evictions for non-payment of rent. And I tell you, Spud, man. I know that's just not paper, that's people, and that's people with children and families, and, you know, it's a very tough and dire situation. So uh, f- fill out the declaration, make sure we have that, and it does give you cover for at least the next two months. Now, this thing could be, this thing could be extended further if the, uh, if the numbers don't go down, and I always tell people that. Mm-hmm. Understand, you know, just like we had the, the target date of midnight on the 31st, which it expired, and it was reinstituted, 
Now it's midnight on October the third. It could be reinstituted again. But and no. I really wouldn't I wouldn't be that surprised because when you're talking about October third, you're roughly talking about, you know, two and a half more months till the end of the year. So I'm not advocating either way because I have to represent both sides. But I wouldn't be surprised if it was extended again. But the fact is, though, I mean, in because I, I don't want to see people. It snuck up on people because everybody knew it was coming. At least everybody involved. I didn't know the exact date. I knew it was coming, but I didn't bother with the exact date because it, it personally doesn't affect me. Um, but it would seem to me now is the time to go look, come and come and get this this uh, this document and sign it and make sure it's in your office. And also, Correct. now would be the time for you to contact your landlord and go, look, I don't want to move out. I'm, this is my situation. I mean, you've got it all written on that piece of paper, but contact your landlord and go, and they may extend it, but I, I, I want to stay in your good graces. So I don't know. What can I do, man? Can I pay like 10% of it or something? Can, can we cut a deal so that if, they, if it does end in two months, then I don't have to go to court and ask for an extension. You're just going to give me one because you see that I'm, that I'm working on it. Hey, man, that's what I've been telling people from day one. Have that dialogue with your landlord. Make sure that your landlord knows that, know that you're trying to do what's right and do the best thing. And come up with a payment plan or a payment schedule. Don't just, don't just thumb your nose at the person. I mean, this is the individual who's putting a roof over your head. And, you know, he and, or she, they're in, that's a business. They're, they're in business to make money. And so, you know, they want to make sure that they are made whole as well. So have that dialogue with your landlord because, you know, if if you don't, you could find yourself on the other end of an eviction. And within 24 hours, you could have a crew putting your stuff on the street. So just like the Boy Scouts, be prepared. And, you know, have a plan. And it's really, literally, they will come into your house under, with all the necessary legal paperwork and law enforcement there to make sure it's all going to be copacetic and then there'll be a crew of people and they will carry everything of yours outside. Will the landlord be there to go, no, that stays, that was in here, that's mine, you know? Is that... Uh, yeah, yeah, so they don't, you know, in the past, it would be like the constable or the sheriff would carry everything out. They don't do that anymore. So the landlord would have to be there with his or her own crew, okay. and the constable would be there as law enforcement to make sure that nobody crosses the, the, the gray line, you know, and follows the law. And uh, then literally all your stuff is put out on the street. And when it is put out on the street, it is there for anybody to go through your stuff. So you just don't want to find yourself, you know, having to be put out within 24 hours and you got caught with your pants down. Now your stuff is in the street, I mean, on the street in the weather, and you have no place to go. You, you just don't want to put yourself in that position. So if if you if you go to court and you've, you've lost in court and they said you're going to be evicted, can you go, can I have 48 hours instead of them showing up tomorrow morning so I can go get a truck to load my stuff in? You know, I have seen that happen. The judge, the judge will, so if the person does not show up, then obviously that's pretty much strike three against them. And you know, they're, they're out almost immediately. But I have seen it where the judge will ask the tenant, how soon can you be out of the unit? 
And the, the person might say, depending on what day of the month it is, they might say, well, look, I could be out in a week or if it's close to the end of the month, I'm out in the end of the month. Then the judge will look at the landlord and say, is this okay? You know, are you okay with that? I've seen it where sometimes the landlord says, okay. And sometimes the landlord says, nope, I want them out ASAP. And you know, if that's the case, you could very well be out ASAP. Mm -hmm. And I've seen that it is, it is very well, you know, very well a possibility it could happen. And if you don't go and contact and, and at least try to have some kind of working, uh, conversation with the landlord and you do end up in court then the chances are he's going to say out get out 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 immediately you know no two hundred dollars yeah. don't pass go get out yeah because the landlord at that point you you've decided not to have any discussion with them you're not trying to come up with a payment plan at that point the landlord just wants possession of his or her property because there's nothing for them to gain by having any discussion with you at that point you've done nothing you've offered no olive branch that landlord just wants you out and they want the property back so they can get somebody in there who is going to pay them rent. And what happens, one last thing, because we're running out of time and I know you got stuff to do and I got stuff to do. What happens if when this crew shows up and the uh, and the constable is there and the crew goes in there to start emptying things out and the place is just trashed, like all the walls have been broken, mirrors are broken, the sink is broken, I mean, they just... Somebody's gone through there with a sledgehammer just to show their displeasure, you know. That happens That happens quite frequently. We had a case about two weeks ago where the people moved out, they trashed the place, and they left the dog in the unit. <laughs> they so left which, their which, dog? They left the dog in the unit. They trashed the place. They took the uh, appliances. What you have to do is, and, and what a number of landlords have already done is, they know that they'll never see these people again. So what they've done is they filed a small claims case against them because, you know, if if the people move out, they're just gone. They're a ghost in the wind. You have no idea where to find them to serve them. So we've seen an uptick in small claims cases against the tenant right now because they know that the tenant is probably going to do something to damage the property or they have a, you know, a, a debt to them and the landlord wants to collect the debt. So you cannot, you cannot expect to get your money back if you file an eviction. It's apples and oranges. If you want to, if you want to get them evicted, you file an eviction. If you're trying to get the money back for uh, the property, you have to file a small claims case. If you file a small claims case, does that go on the record? So in other words, this, this, this person trashed the place, left the dog. The landlord files the small claims against him, so that now follows him like the other stuff you were talking about? So if they try to Absolutely. get another apartment, you go, oh, you got a small claims thing against you. You trashed the last apartment. I ain't renting you no apartment, and I'm going to tell everybody where you at. I don't think so, but, uh, you know, you might have it on your on your uh, unit application where you have to disclose whether you've been involved in the civil suit. You well, know, I mean, that don't, might be on don't they have to say who they are? I mean, this is who I am, and this is uh, such and such, and give all the proper information for them to be able to rent the thing. And then you can, then wouldn't that be in, in some kind of computer scene from small claims court from they trashed the last place they were in? No, because uh, leases are not universal. So, um, you know, different landlords have different leases, yeah. and so it's not universal. So if you want to get, like, the thing about it is if you know that the people have damaged your property, Let's, let's just move ahead. Let's say it's the last day of the month. 
and they're getting ready to move out. You're never going to see them again. So if you decide that you want to get the back rent or they've damaged your property, you better serve them before they leave because once they leave, you're never going to be able to see them again. You don't know where they're going to. Mm-hmm. I got you. Well, all right, so mm-hmm. this is not a uh, – hopefully it ends amiably, but I, I can tell from the tone of your voice you see way too big a percentage of it just going down the wrong path. Austin, I appreciate you taking the time and, and just filling us in on some of the things that are happening out there. And, f- frankly, if you're uh, if you're behind on your rent because of this moratorium, you better take this opportunity to go talk to your landlord. You got 60 days, buddy, to get it straight. Talk to your landlord. Be safe, man. Appreciate you taking the you time. You too, brother. All right. Wrapping up Spudcast right after this. Are you ready to launch? The American Space Alliance wants to accelerate and support space exploration for the benefit of all Americans, and not just for national pride. You know how many products are created by and for NASA that we use every day? Scratch-resistant lenses, dust busters, LASIK eye surgery, solar cells, firefighting equipment, LEDs, insulin pumps. The list just keeps on growing, and it needs to keep on growing. Because the next generation of space exploration has arrived, and the American Space Alliance and NASA want you to be involved. You can follow ASA on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Go to exploreasa.org to find out more. Okay, Austin Battle, Clerk of Court. So if you got a problem with your landlord or your tenant, Austin is the ref in the middle. And frankly, it would be a whole lot better if y'all could just iron out your differences yourselves. In the meantime, we'll see you tomorrow on the Spudcast, but uh, you can find me on Red Circle and Google Podcasts and Radio, Public Radio, and Amazon Music and Spotify and Stitcher and on my Facebook page, uh, Spud Friends and Fans, John McConnell, the Big TZ. I'm on Twitter at SpudGotDat. I'm all over the place, man. Just look over your shoulder. There I'm at. If you would like to sponsor this Spudcast or you want to be a guest or you have an idea for a topic, you can contact me at thespudcastpodcast at gmail.com. Thespudcastpodcast at gmail.com. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Watch out for the crazies, but I'm a gone pecan.